Hi, I'm Ashley Appap. And I'm Hayley Tanto. Welcome to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Each week we'll dive headfirst into the absolutely bonkers world of PLL as we recap episodes from season one of the iconic series. Where everyone is hot. And no one calls an adult. Let's Let's go, go, bitches. Welcome everyone to Call an Adult, a Pretty Little Liars recap podcast. Wow! I'm so excited. My name is Ashley Appa. My name is Hayley Tanto. We're and so excited. These episodes. Okay, so ah. we have episodes 17 and 18 of this show. Look, we could get into how we're doing, but we're going to just say we're doing great. Because we're fine. These episodes we're good. Are we're great. Fucking good. Okay? Yep. So if you don't know the drill, Basically, we're going to get into it right away. We're yep. going to read what is on the Pretty Little Liars Wikipedia page about these episodes. Yep. Okay? And today we're discussing episode 17, The New Normal, and episode 18, The Bad Ass Seed. Oh my God. Okay. So first, episode 17, The New Normal. What is this? Dan Andrews 2020? Okay. <laughs> all right, 12-year-olds, tell us all about it. All right, 12-year-olds, predict the pandemic. Written by Michael Grossman. And directed by Joseph Doherty. Came out on Valentine's Day, February 14, 2011. <gasps> Happy Valentine's Day to you all. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. <gasps> Arya's dad has a parent-teacher interview with Ezra. Meanwhile, Toby and Spencer start to get closer. And Spencer mm-hmm. and the girls realised what the note means from Toby. Hannah's mum gets in trouble with Mrs. Potter's alleged nephew, who try- alleged. Alleged. Who tries to access Mrs. Potter's safety deposit box. Paige's father shows up at the school and makes a huge scene in the school cafeteria, demanding an answer to why Emily is in the swim team captain and not his daughter. This particular one, the 12-year-olds have oh, really dropped the ball. she's in the swim team captain, honey. <laughs> she's about to be in the swim team she captain. She actually is. Unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. Unfortunately. We'll get there, but unfortunate. He thinks Emily is getting special treatment because she is gay. Later, <laughs> when Emily is in her car, Paige shows up and kisses her. She, oh, I hate. Oh, my God. She, don't. She quickly leaves saying, don't tell. And then there's an A ending Yuck. where A places flowers on top of Mrs. Esther Marie Potter's grave. And her little tagline is to sleep, perchance to dream. <laughs> Go which off, I say, Shakespeare. I weirdly say that a lot. <laughs> I mean, you do sleep a lot and you do perchance to dream a lot. Perchance to dream. To sleep, perchance to dream. Oh, um, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. So this episode starts <laughs> and Arya's being a little angry bitch at Hannah. She's being very, I'm going to say she's Arya pick me Montgomery. Oh, write that on her gravestone. Um, Write that on her damn gravestone. It's like the three girls are all gathered around a laptop on what spent someone's bed. I don't know where they are. They're at a bed. Meh. They're they're on a bed. They're at the bed. They all have good beds and good windowsill cushions. So we're somewhere. And the girls are looking so cute. They're all like huddled around a laptop. And then Aria's sitting all the way across the room on a yeah windowsill cushion. They're at Emily's house because Just... everything's green. <laughs> That's how I there remember color schemes. That's like Saddle like Saddle Club had color schemes. Hello world, this is me. Hello world. But yeah, they did have, they had color schemes as well. We love it. Like Stevie was always in blue. Yes. Carol was always in purple and Lisa was always in orange. orange. Or yellow. Is that their names? I think those were their names. Great mm, recall. Right. Thank you. Um, so basically what they're doing is they're working out the braille on 
Emily's bed and Spencer's like, it says bad. And they're like, oh my God, Toby was just fucking with us. This doesn't mean anything. And Arya's like, I'm going to go because I'm angry at Hannah. But for some reason, the girls aren't telling any of the other girls why they're they're mad at each other. They're not mentioning the A thing. Communicate. Silly, silly, Billy. Hate it. And then um, we see Ashley putting the remainder of the savings back in the safety deposit box. And then I've written why she is dead. But I don't know. Do we not know? Do we know about the nephew already? And I just didn't realize. Who knows? Is she just topping up the money, topping up the funds? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and Caleb is still snooking around in the Marin's basement, being a little Caleb's hottie. fixing himself some brekkie at the Marin. He's eating all their breakfast, which is iconic. And he's a growing teen boy. It's canon that they wouldn't go through groceries quickly because, as we know, they don't eat much. It, it is true that, like, once you add a man or a boy in the house, it's like, oh, my God, the food is going out. The, like, our house, just nothing lasted in our house growing up. I had two older brothers. Yeah. My dad would put the date on, like, if we did get Nutella, we were eating it too quick, and he would put the date on it in permanent marker of when we bought it Smart. to be like, this is when you got it, and this is how much you're eating, and we were like, this means nothing to us. We're like... <laughs> 12, 14, 16, respectively. We don't. And also, we don't pay for the Nutella. We don't pay for it and we don't understand. Our metabolisms are fast. We don't know what it's doing to our bodies. <laughs> like, we don't. All right. So, that Nutella story was like so fun that it actually ruined my audio or something happened on my end. My dad heard the slander. Here's what happened. Like okay, my dad, Peter heard the slander and he was like, you know what? I'm going to learn about computers more so I can ruin this audacity file. And that he did. The audacity of that man. The audacity of them. And you know what? We salute him. Crash audacity. But you know what? He was just looking out for your health. And but yeah. And he goes after what he wants. And what he wants is for us to eat less Nutella growing up. And you know what? He failed. Um, But anyway, so what happened was that first five minutes was recorded another time. Months ago. Months ago. It was. um, But it was. And then my audio messed up. So here we are re-recording this episode, which we got to watch it again, which was a treat. Because if you're going to watch... I mean, if you're going to watch an, an episode of this show, it's, um, mm. it's the it's Caleb gotta be, it's, it's peak Caleb era. It is, it is the shower scene. Oh, my Ugh. God. We're going to get to it. Um, also, what a pleasure I mean, to watch that again. Sorry. Go absolutely. What a pl- pleasure is an understatement, if you know what I mean. Mm. We should just take a moment to say, I guess, because we're recording this in current day. We can't, you know. This episode is going to be the next one that comes out as we're recording this. Mm. Which, thank you so much to everyone who has been listening. Oh, my God. We love you all so much. You are our family. Yeah, we have an in- if you are If you are listening as well and you don't follow our Instagram, it's call.and.adult. Um, I think if you, like, look up call an adult on Instagram, it'll come up. But we have a really cool community over there. We do, like, polls and quizzes and stuff. So... And dumb Instagram posts about PLL. So, I don't know, get over there if you're a listener, but you're not an Instagram follower. Yeah. Um, And everyone that has been interacting with us, continue to do so. We love it. We love hearing people's uh, anger about Ari and Ezra, especially. (laughs) We get some great messages about it. And also, yeah, and just thank you to everyone who has listened. We're quite surprised, actually, by the, the fantastic amount of people 
Yeah, that and are the ready stats, to rewatch PLL. It's the stats. We, look, the stats don't lie, Han, and they are surprising. They are surprising, especially most of our listenership is in the US. Um, and yeah, that's great. Good day like, uh, to what you. you good day. Top of the morning to you. Top of the in morning. In an Australian accent. Hey, Governor. Um, top of the morning to you. But we really appreciate you listening to our silly voices and when yeah. we're not talking about kangaroos, you know? And we love to talk about a kangaroo. But this isn't Koala. the place. Um, but yeah, from the bottom of our hearts and our bums, thank you so much thank for listening. You. Let's dive back into the app. I've I've tanked it enough as it is, so we'll we'll dive back in. Let's to the hottest go. to some hot apps. Well, I think this app is not the hot one, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So we were talking about how it makes sense that all of the groceries would go missing from the Marin household with Caleb there. Mm. And Ashley leaves to go for work. Caleb comes out and then mm. Ashley comes back. She forgets something and Caleb runs out the door and Hannah's so smart because he leaves his beanie on the counter. She grabs it and she puts it in like the sudsy water. I like that you to say wash she's the dishes. smart. It is, it is smart to like take the beanie and hide it. Mm. But <laughs> you don't have to soak the beanie. You don't. He's, he's kind of like, essentially at the moment, he's homeless. He's between foster parents and you're taking like one of his possessions and dunking it in detergent. I mean, she's cleaning it. She's doing no, laundry it was... for him. But also, I mean, in that moment, think about it. You would be like, oh, what am I going to do? It would be frazzling. It would be, you would just be like, Ugh. I think. It was actually in... smart. We have to, we have to respect it. Was. it. Um, oh. Oh, loves it. And I love my favorite. My favorite scene is always an Ashley and Hannah going to school and work. Yes. And Ashley being like, you get to school on your own. Like she's, oh, I love them. We love them. And I love a soaked beanie. <laughs> so that's what a perfect opening scene after the intro. Then we have, oh yeah, Aria and Hannah in a cafeteria. I just have a note about Aria's hair. Oh yes, absolutely. Well, it, well Aria is finally apologizing to Hannah for freaking out because Hannah gave in to A's blackmail. Mm, um, and of like... Yeah, how about you stop trying to fuck your teacher, Arya, instead of lashing out at Hannah and trying for trying to save her mother? I mean, I guess Arya doesn't know why Hannah did it, but at the same time, pull your head out of Ezra's asshole. Yeah, and I th- I don't know if it was in this episode or the pre. I think it might have been like in the previous Leon when Arya goes like, "A has something on all of us, Hannah," mm. and I'm like, "Yeah, but there's different levels of." blackmail and different levels of threat so Mm. it's not all the same aria like you can't no anyway it was fine um but dale because he was watching as well always just just shout out out. dale um and because aria has her hair in like this cute like messy side pony like a little messy side ponytail and dale was like they're really trying to make her look like a child and it was a very astute observation because that is true. Ooh. It's like such a – I don't see women of our age with kind of like that messy low side pony. It like it was really go- no. It was really year eight for me. I was about to say side pony is year seven, year eight oh. behavior. Wow. Like, it is. And they're probably year you know nine, what it is? ten. I think they're year ten. You know what it is? It's, it's, year, it's a, a, 
a tween to teen trying to be an adult. Mm. That's what they think an adult is. Absolutely. And if we know anything and you know about what they Aria, should do? she thinks she's an adult and she's fucking not. And she Go should on, call one. One. She should call one. Or two. Haley and Or Ash, two. Maybe. maybe call us, Aria. <clears throat> My next is that um, Ezra is going to hang out with Ella at a book event. And it's just so, it's just so funny every time. Like the like oh oh the tension of Ezra and Arya's parents is kooky and funny and there's so much of it in this episode. Oh my chaotic Byron is going to make a big appearance and I'm so excited for it. We love messy Byron. I have so many notes about messy Byron, but we're not obviously. I'll calm my farm because I'm not there yet. Um, I really like love this teacher lunch. I just wrote love 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 this teacher lunch. More teacher lunches. I know. Get us in I the teacher's other lounge. Woman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have a hat watch in the next bit. Yes, we do. Which is Emily in the mushroom. She's in like this mushroom beanie. Yeah. But then on the hat watch, they have hat conversations about Caleb's hat during the hat watch. Double hat watch. And it was a double hat watch. Um, Is that what we call a hat on a hat? <gasps> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god, we can end our careers there. That's the funniest thing I've ever thought or said. You deserve an award for that. Give me best newcomer at the PLL Podcast Association Funny Joke Awards. I will. Which is something I just made up. I'm (gasps) handing you an award that I've had to create. It's It's a giant tub of Nutella. (laughs) It's not a trophy that's was allegedly used to bludgeon Alison De Laurentiis to death, which I think is in the next episode. Covered it's in a different rat trophy. blood. Different, different, With rat different. blood. <laughs> anyway, so there's a lot of hat. There's a lot of hat watch content in this Absolutely. scene. Absolutely. Um, also, this is there's a scene where Spencer is. Well, all of the girls are trying to warn Hannah against Caleb saying he's like bad news or whatever and Spencer refers to him as the artful dodger Mm. which is a reference to the musical Oliver Um, and it's very funny for me being a musical kid Um, and then Hannah says he's no Arthur Dodger whoever (laughs) that is which is I'm Hannah in that moment (laughs) he's no Arthur Dodger but she's not wrong he's not he's Caleb he's not He's not Arthur Dodger and he's not the Artful Dodger. He's, he's not the Fartful Dodger. I haven't heard him fart dodger. yet. He's not full of farts. Well, well, we don't know. I was going to say in that same scene, Hannah points out to Emily, because Emily is very much being like, stay away from him, he's dangerous. And Hannah's mm. like, um, you need to get off your high horse about Kayla because you were the exact same with Toby. You've been in this situation. You've been the one that everyone's like, stay away from him. And you're like, no, you don't understand him. I get it. So you don't judge a buke by their cover. You don't judge a book by its cover. Um, oh, I said it like that. Was that French? It is now. It is now. At least um, we're writing the French dictionary. Let's go. Sorry to be French. Smart. It's French. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm on my third coffee today. I wanted to be. <laughs> I wanted to be awake. I wanted to be up for this. So here I'm I am. on my second. I'm going to keep in Haley very earnestly going, Christ. <laughs> oh, it was so funny to me. <laughs> so your face. Oh, my God. Please. This is what. Incredible. This is what the people want. 
I want to talk about Paige's dad, who is a Karen. Also, that there needs to be a male word for a Karen, which I'm assuming is like a, a thing that's been talked about on the internet, but just like a, a Darren. Darren. <laughs> Darren. We both said that at the exact same time. Oh my god. Paige's dad runs into the cafeteria, starts screaming about the gay agenda. He talks about politically correct double talk. It's scary. It's horrible. And then Ezra puts him in his place. And I've written slay Ezra Fitzgerald, mama, go off, sis. And then in brackets, gendered white man. Go off, girl boss. white man. He was a girl <laughs> boss. He was a she-e-o. Um, I'm like a she-e-ho. Get down she-ho. in those sheets. I wrote that he's doing the right thing protecting some kids in the cafeteria <laughs> not aria he's not protecting meanwhile aria, being a predator to others <laughs> that's it i mean he may be a predator but at least he's not a homophobic one no so it makes him a bit better but he's still he's still a pedophile we can't forget but he is an ally <laughs> catch you at pride um <laughs> catch me aside, more like catch me a pride. Catch me a pride. How about that? How about hat watch? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are having so much fun. This is also this is what season two will be like. I, I don't know. Whatever. We're rec- we're just we're just happy. Soon we'll be recording in person. Oh, we cannot wait. It's gonna be fun. Um, Next, um, quote James Leland. End quote. Mrs. Potter's quote nephew end quote mm. is here, and he's trying to get the grifter, the money, honey. I will say, yeah. So he goes up to Ashley at the bank, and he's like this like young blonde man, and he's like, "I'm James Leland. Do you know my aunt, um, Mrs. Potter? She's dead. Blah blah blah." And Ashley was like, "What the hell? I didn't know yet. I didn't think he had any, like she had any relatives." And he's like, "Um, yeah, she no. does." She specifically but he has a really said that she didn't before she died, remember? She's like, ah, yeah. well, that's it. And Ashley's like, I don't think so. Um, but he that lie, I think when she's like, Ashley's like, oh, how do you know? Or were you close? I think, were you close to her? And James Leland, in quotes, says, um, yeah, well, she sent me a birthday card with a $5 bill in it, but she never missed a birthday. And I'm like, that's such a good lie. It's so mm. like grandma behavior to send you like a card with a note in it gmb grandma behavior it's grandma behavior but he says a little error he's like how do you know my aunt i mean my great aunt (gasps) calling him out wow Um, also i I love that he's running a grift but also trying to pick up ashley and i can't blame him no i mean if you're gonna lie you may as well double down you know if we've learned anything about the people in Rosewood, Pennsylvania, it's they love to lie and they love to be pretty and little while doing it. Absol- absolutely. It's the thesis of the show. There is something weird about his face also. Mm. And I don't, I think it's his eyes. They look like they're like sinking deep into his face or something. Mm. I don't know what it is. I don't mean to anyone, uh, to offend anyone with sunken eyes. Something, some weird is happening Do on I that have man's sunken face. Eyes? I feel like I have sunken no. eyes. No. What are oh, sunken no. eyes? I don't know what. Look at a picture of him and you'll you'll know exactly okay. what I mean. Right. Okay. All right. If you look like James Leland, seek help. If you don't, you're fine. <laughs> seek help. Seek help. Um, then next, oh, my God, he's finally arrived. Loose Cannon Byron is here because he yes. thinks that Ella 
is going to like fall in love with Ezra because they're going to this book event together. Like as and teachers. she is gushing about him. She's gushing in every way in her in her pants. We yeah. see it. It's there's a stain. It's wet. She's gushing. And I don't blame the girl. <laughs> I I love Ella in this episode. I love Byron in this episode, and I love mm-hmm. Ezra anytime he has to talk to either of them in this episode. And I think the next one, okay. like it's so, it's fun to see adults be adults. I would love to see a bottle episode where um, Ezra has to have dinner with Ella and Byron at separate tables in one restaurant, has to keep going between them, oh, pretending he's not at the... Di- you know what I mean? Doubtfire, yes. A, a doubtfire situation. Oh, but for funny. some reason with the two of them, and I don't know why. And it's like I a book that. signing or something with this author we keep talking. Like, they keep talking. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's... Write that sketch. Write that sketch, I will. Write Thank that you. sketch. Um, boop, 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 boop. Next, um, Spencer is at Toby's house um, to ask him, you know, what about the, the Braille message you just said bad? First of all, I want to note that she's wearing nude kitten heels. Okay. That she was wearing to school. Yeah. My, all, I only wrote, I think, three uh, notes about this. And that is, this scene starts with a zoom in on Spencer's patent leather beige kitten heels for no reason Mm -hmm. so that's fun and then i wrote keegan allen really can't act here he like walks (laughs) over to the car and like sighs weirdly and then just something about the genotext i think but well yeah there is one line of dialogue that i really wanted to point out which is spencer is talking about the bad message and she says bad Am I meant to go buy an old Michael Jackson album? And I would like to know what does this mean in terms of where Spencer stands with the art versus the artist? What do we think? Do you think she's pro Michael Jackson? Do you think what? I mean, she's clearly um, into Aria and Ezra's relationship, so maybe she's pro MJ. I think, yeah, she's uninformed. But she's so you know smart. Yeah, but you can be smart. She's book smart. She's a little bit street smart, I guess, but. She but might maybe not, not freaking that, the sheets smart. And in the good year of 2010, yeah, absolutely. But in the good year of 2010, because I think MJ died in like 2009 or something. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. While there was so much like stuff out about him, I do think now it's a lot more prevalent and that conversation about separating the art from the artist is more prevalent. So I think at this time she is just uninformed and I think she would she just wouldn't know, she wouldn't care. She, if I was like, hey, I want to talk to you about this, she'd be like, I have to study. Yeah, that's true. I don't care about your pop culture. And I'd be like, (gasps) my pop culture. My PC pop culture. My PC culture. Um, Spencer gets a text from Mm. A saying, Jenna is going to be so pissed, A, about her and uh, Toby hanging out. This was a less creative one from A, (laughs) I feel like. Sometimes the least creative. This is as if, like, an 11-year-old wrote this. Not a 12-year-old. Not a 12-year-old. No, 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 no. Well, 12-year-olds we... are writing, Wiki- like, PLL Wikipedia things. There is um, a big jump between 11 and 12. One is text. Is. The second one is Wikipedia episode descriptions. Yeah. Um, Aria is now at Ezra's fucking house, and she's on the phone to Spencer. And as usual, Spencer is too horny about Aria and Ezra's relationship. And especially about Ezra being her teacher. Like... 
I oh, think she's woof. real, and she's like realistically. Again, I like this because it's like, oh, it's really highlighting that like these are young, these are girls, these are teen yes. girls who don't understand like the gravity of this situation. Um, also, Spencer really knows her shit because they're on the phone, and um, I think Ari, there's like sirens near Ezra's apartment, and it's like on Arya's end of the phone, and Spencer's like, um. Any fire truck you can hear, I can hear as well. Where mm, are you? True. You're at his apartment. I'm like, geez, this is why she's she's the smartest. You're at his apartment. He's eating you out right now. Yeah, she's like, are you sitting on the bed? That was very teen. That was cute. She's like, are you sitting on the bed? And then Arya's like, no, when she gets up off the bed. I know. I'm like, you're incredible. Not a, it's, it's a, it's you a can loft. sit on a bed. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Spencer in this says something about the real teens of Rosewood. Which is a show I want to see. Which is a show I want to see. I think it's in this scene because I have it kind of before this stuff. And I want to pitch some lines, but we can also workshop them. Some taglines for the girls. Oh, my God. For each girl? Because we're both, yeah, because we're both Housewives fans. We are. Um, okay, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, All so right. with Hannah, I wrote these down very quickly. So they're very bad. Um, so let's workshop. But from Hannah, it's, my mum might be super hot, but so am I. <laughs> Spencer's could be I work hard and I play hard but I study the hardest I like that but it's I work pl- I work hard I play hard but I study harder oh that's be- yeah that is mm. strong mm. Um, just a, Emily, just a slight really uh, to, pitch I really wanted to work in the drowning <laughs> so I was really I was really struggling and so I came up with this I can't be tamed and I can't be drowned. (laughs) And then Arya's one is just not good. None of them are good. Arya's is, I may look like a teacher's pet, but I'm actually the teacher's underage girlfriend. (laughs) They're still better than anything Kyle Richards has ever said on her intros on Beverly Hills. So that's so good. Okay. Can I, I have better ones. I hate them. I'm going to do a few. Okay. For Spencer, if you want to go up against this athlete, you better not lacrosse me. Oh, (laughs) that is so good. That is good. Okay. Okay. That took me so long. Okay. That is so good. That's, that's the one. That's the one. Okay. That's the one. Who is next? Uh, Hannah, the only thing hefty about me is my attitude. Nice. Nice. I was trying. I was like, yeah, is there like a weight one? And then I was like, I don't know. the weight. I don't know. Or, or like hefty Hannah's dead and gone. Welcome, hunty Hannah. I couldn't think of anything. That was too quick. Um, Hefty Hannah's dead and gone. Uh, let's go to the grill, girls. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, he's next. Um, I'm trying to think of one for Aria that's like, your argument is one-sided, just like my earrings. Because <laughs> she always wears one earring. And I hate it. Light as a feather, stiff as my teacher's dick. <gasps> I thought you were going <laughs> to... That's really fu- That is really funny. I thought you were going to be like, light as a feather, just like my feather earring. Because <laughs> she always wears a feather That's, earring. Well, well, that was the reference, of course. Um, <laughs> hat on a hat. Emily's um, kind of the hardest. Wait, I want to do another one for Arya. Um, My life may be falling apart, 
but my boyfriend is older than me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, um, if you think my life is stranger than fiction, then I have, I'll have no problem writing you out, but writing spell like she's a writer. Mm, I like that. Uh, Emily, I don't know what it is, but I want to start it with my mum may hate me. <laughs> my mum may hate me and my dad's in the war. But at least <laughs> I can't act. Yeah, I, know. I wanted to do one about her acting as well. I can't act, but I can't be drowned. <laughs> I just think the drowning thing is so the funny. drowning is so good. Sidebar, we, so we have to call this episode The Real Teens of Rosewood. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, great. absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay, for Emily. Okay, my final one is... This is so bad. They're meant to be bad. If you don't accept me for who I am, fine. I'll just swim away. N- fantastic. So, <laughs> so good. Not as strong. I think the lacrosse one was definitely the lacrosse the one was vibe. like legit, like actual housewife tagline vibes. Thank the you. rest have been. Do you know why? Because it took me thirty minutes to think of. I I sat there and made you sit in silence for what felt like to me. It doesn't matter. Thirty minutes again. They're still better than anything <laughs> Carl Richards or Dorit Kemsley has said on Brill Housewives of Beverly Hills. So that was real. That was real teens of Rosewood. I still would rather watch the I uh, would rather watch the real Housewives of Rosewood as well. Um, yeah, of course, of course. I want to. But we'll see. get that when they get stuck in when the mums get stuck in the wine cellar in the, in the wine basement. Yes, of yeah. course. Um, next, Ashley Marin is going out with the fucking creep nephew man, and the doorbell rings, and she thinks it's him, but it's Caleb, and his Ugh. smile is so huge, and I love him. I just want to say Ashley has an iconic line when Hannah's like, "What the hell? Like, who is this guy? What's going on?" And Ashley just goes. I'll know more after the second martini. <laughs> she will fuck her way to solve a problem. And I really appreciate that about her. She has a very sexy yeah, energy too. about that. Um, yeah, I hate the way they straighten Tyler Blackburn's hair. He comes in and I'm like, yay, Caleb. And his hair looks like mine when I straighten it, like a bit dry, not natural. Anyway, that's my I don't think that. yours looks as bad as his. I would like to say yours looks lovely. His well, looks this bad. is because I don't straighten it to like the degree they straighten his. I think later they give him a wave. They give him a little. Yeah, that, I think. And, and at one point his hair is cut and it looks more natural. Like, they just they just do the right thing by his hair. You know, they do the right thing. Um, the nephew arrives and Caleb opens the door and is sassy and funny and beautiful and I just love him and you know I love he's really him funny. I want him to be my teenage boyfriend too, when I'm a teenager but, obviously exactly not, otherwise not you would be an Ezra Fitz in that situation and we're not and advocating we stand for that Ezra Fitz no we don't we actually no, we don't, don't stand him I love how they're doing this like authorization cuz Ashley is like oh before we go on our fucking date um you have to sign like this authorization to mm. get to the deposit box. I'm like, why did this not happen in the bank? Good thing it didn't because they're doing it in a hallway with Caleb and Hannah there and Caleb notices something I think, fishy. fishy. And it's not Emily swimming away. No. <laughs> it is not. that it is that before he gets there or something, Caleb is – Notified that the man is an architect. Someone mentions that he's an architect. He sees him signing the thing and he leaves. And Hannah's like, how much does your mum know about that guy? 
She's like, oh, I don't know why. And he's like, because if he's an architect, he would have a really fucking good pen. And that was just that, like a bick, you know? We lo- like we do love that for the writing of the episode. It That's a no from me. That's a crazy thing to it. Like the architect is allowed to not carry a whatever fancy pen on him at the moment. <laughs> But, I know, but it's good. It's good because it means that good. Caleb's got an eye out, and, he's, and you can trust Caleb. It's it's you can. Yeah, it's like it's his save. And the then cat he's kind of like <clears> egging <throat> Hannah on to tell him more, and it's a very it's like the beginning of him. We think flirting with her. I think being like, so I want to hang out with you. So tell me all about everything going on in your mum's personal life because I want to be around you more. Oh my god, ah! it's love. You know what I mean? It it's is love. love. And then um, next, Byron says the oh. line. So you're taking my wife out. Is that the line? Yes. Terrifying oh. energy. He says to Ezra, Ezra is so scared. It's very funny. It's like it's like a sitcom. It's incredible. He's such a messy bitch. I love messy Byron. I would, he can kind of be the centerpiece of the real housewives of Rosewood. He can be the inciting incident. He, he can, can be, be the Michael be the Darby. Rinner. Yeah, the Michael, well. Hmm. <laughs> But less problematic. But that level of chaos, a white man with that much, uh, you know, audacity in Byron, but in a less creepy, scary way. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> also, and I'm just like, get him, Byron. Get him. It's so good. Ezra is so uncomfortable. Byron is being crazy messy. <laughs> yes. Because he thinks that Ezra is trying to fuck his wife. When really, Ezra is trying to fuck his daughter. Even creepier. Which I think Byron would have even more of an issue with. But also we must remember, Byron did fuck one of his students, although True. she was of age. So it's, it's not hereditary. Illegal. Yeah, it's hereditary. It's hereditary. It's actually um, Alex movie. Wolf and mm. um, what's her name? Tony Australian Collette. Actress. Was Tony, Tony Collette, Collette of course. Why did my brain it. think Terry Hatcher? It is t- Tony Collette. It's not... Oh. It's not Terry Hatcher. No. Hope she's well. Talking about well. housewives. Talking about housewives. Yeah, that started, Desperate Housewives started at all. Um, anyway, so that scene is just great. It's an iconic and important scene. And then my next thing is about Jenna trying on some sexy shit at a vintage store. I don't know. Oh, uh, yes. They're, they're in an op shop and I love... Spencer's wearing this giant woolly zip-up jumper mm. and her hair is... She looks be- really beautiful. Her skin looks... Her skin always looks very clean. I have she a looks, thing about Spencer looking really good in the next episode. Yeah, Troy. Yes. Something she's, about it. She's killing it. Um, and Hannah is telling the, uh, the... Hannah is telling the girls that A has been blackmailing her and then someone asks, why, why didn't you tell us about this? And I've written in all caps, great question. Why don't any of you tell anything... Anyone anything about anything? communicate more communicate Communicate. more and better um and then we see jenna getting the lingerie fitted for her body and she's hot and she says he likes lace so whoever she's getting this for there's a he in her life and he likes lace who is it is the question megan the question it's megan the Begging the question. <gasps> Megan the oh, question. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, We're doing fine today. <laughs> we're doing great. Um, My next and one then, is about, I have a hat watch note. I don't know. Hat for watch. What. It's just Ari in a big beanie, but it's I wrote hat watch in all caps. I always write hat watch in all caps. Cause it's very important it's, to me. 
It's actually a big part of your job description on the podcast. It is. It is. Ash um, podcast, a social media, <laughs> and does a lot of the social media. I do a little bit of the social media, and I write hat watch in all caps. So, <laughs> and I corrupt the audio, and you bring the sass, and I bring the sass. And those um, are our roles. And those are our roles. Um, and then Emily is told about. Um, sorry. Then Pam is at school for some reason and she's informed by Ella about Paige's homophobic dad. Um, And you can see her be like, oh, my God, what the fuck? And it's affecting her. And that's good because she's been a little cunt as of late. She has. Regarding her daughter's homosexuality. I wrote one. Oh, I think I know what my hat watch. Back to hat watch. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. Back to hat watch. What what was the context of that? I think it's maybe when she's in Ezra's apartment or something or a room. And um, Ezra, I think, is like, your dad wants to, like, challenge me um, in a pretty much like a a duel over your mum. And I'm like, you should. You should want to challenge Byron in a duel for Ella. You should be so lucky. She's an icon. She's so hot. Creep. Anyway, and then, yeah, Ella and Pam talking the whole way, and it's, it's very nice. And then It's very nice. Um, and then um, Spencer almost drops one of Jenna's snow globes. She's at um, Toby and Jenna's house. In that he's invited room. her over because she's going to be at her flute class or something. And so he's mm. like, you got to come over now. And they touch hands because she almost drops it. And we also find out that, quote, the blood evidence was corrupted, which is a sentence that mm-hmm. is very funny to me. The blood evidence. The blood evidence um, is corrupted. Is corrupted. Like my audio files. <laughs> like my bumhole when I've <laughs> oh, no. been a little constipated. Not today. Oh, it's all right today. Um, thank you. Um, anyway, and so now Toby, for now, is free from mm. being accused of Alison Smither. Free at last. Then, uh, free at last. 901 free at last. Is it 901? I feel like last time I, I said 901 so, when it yeah. wasn't. No, anyway. I think it's not. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. And I'm not going to look it up. And I'm not going to. You know what? Fact check for whomst. We don't fact check. We don't fact check. You guys do it for us. You're, you're, you're the real. Check. We don't fact check. Yeah. How, how are you feelings? I feel great. How do you feel? I feel good. Wow. And that is feelings we, And that check. is feelings check. And now um, <laughs> um, the two of them by the window, Spencer and Toby, it's giving me Twilight vibes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I don't know something. About and they're it. in like this dusty room, and it's the lighting mm. is kind of crazy. And I think it's giving you Twilight vibes because Toby can't act, and neither <laughs> could Kristen Stewart in that movie. In that movie, I'm not coming no. for her. I'm just saying, Diana. I, she's I bet gonna be she's going to be amazing in Diana. Loved her in the Happiest Season. I. But in Twilight, she's pretty bad. She is. And in consistently Room, in all four great. movies. Great in Panic Room. So maybe so, yeah. that was the Twilight vibe was like Toby. And Toby does have Edwin Cull- Edward Cullen vibes. Edwin. Edwin. Let's call him Edwin. <laughs> Let's call him his God-given name, Edward. Edwin, Edwin Cullen. Edwin Cullen. That's hard to say. Edward. Edward Cullens? Edwin. Like, Edwin. Edwin I'm having a stroke. There was okay. a time in my life where I'd say Edward Cullens a lot, and now I can't say. There was a time in my life where I had a poster of Edward and Jacob above my bed and would kiss them both goodnight every night. But you know what? The time has ended. There was a time in my life where I saw Twilight, I think, four times in the movies. 
There was a time in my life where I went to every midnight screening of each movie as they came out. And it was around this time. It's an important time. Okay, my next note is about Caleb being a sleuth. A sexy sleuth. He works out that James Leland has been using a stolen identity from someone who was related to Mrs. Potter but is now RIP'd, a.k.a. deceased. He caught the grifter. He kind of mansplains computers to Hannah a little bit and it's fun. But he's hot, so it's fine. But he's so um, hot, and he can he can kind of say whatever he wants, really. Yeah, and then Toby refuses to go to the courthouse to clear his name with Jenna, and mm. Spencer's there, and he grabs her hand. Mm. He grabs it instead of Jenna's mm. and leaves, and then and then Jenna says, "I see," which I think is very ironic because she can't see. Mm. There's also I wrote I think um uh, at the start of that. Jenna goes, Emily, is that you or someone? I don't know. She's like, is that you? And then Spencer goes, no, it's me. And I'm like, Spencer doll, can you be a bit clearer? Can we all just try to, one, communicate clearly to everyone, but especially that Jenna's blind. It might help to just, you know, she might be able to recognize your voice, but maybe make it easier on her. I have a note for the next episode that I'm just going to say now. These girls are constantly entering and exiting conversations with Jenna where they're just saying it's me. They're not introducing themselves Me properly. Too. It's so annoying. They're just talking and then exiting by walking away and not saying that they've left. Or how is she meant to know that you've gone? I clocked that as well. I was like, I feel like you should kind of just make it a bit more like accessible and say like, okay, I'm leaving now. I'm going like, to say it. PLL is ableist. Right? Well, I mean, I guess Let's the inciting it. incident is that they blinded someone. So <laughs> you know what? That's true. So That's definitely true. on brand. Um, next, Byron says another crazy line about Ezra. He says, "I think he's a lightweight." <laughs> Not a lot of depth there. <laughs> so funny. And then Get Ari gets him, all defensive Byron. and is like, "Oh, you should read his stuff. It's really good." And it's just, ugh, Arya. Shut Byron up. is the front king. door. Byron like rules Rosewood awoke in this episode. He, he Chadlow and his big fish lips came to play. He just he rose up from bed that morning and he said, "I choose chaos. I choose chaotic good today." Anyway. And I'm gonna drink some beer about it. He also says, and he's gonna, and you know what he's gonna do. He's going to call Ezra later and ask him out for a beer. Um, I was, there's one more thing. Byron, while his girl boss slaying Shio, ruining Ezra's life to Arya, he does say online journals aren't published. And I'm like, that's not very nice. I think like in the, in the current age, I do think it counts to be published in an online journal. He's like, it's ink to paper. He and obviously I just didn't know to... where the future of print media was going. We did look. Ready. None of us knew at the time. <sighs> Pouring out, poor out for I don't know the age. It's fine. It's not dead. I have. So, I think I have three lines in a row that's get him Byron. What we just spoke about. Then I've got get him Ashley, which we'll talk about in a sec. Then I've got get him Pam, which again we'll talk about after <laughs> that. It's just me. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. Get him. All the hymns are getting got. All the hymns get got in this here app. Do you have anything else on the Byron? 
just boss that it's scene. I've written that it's A plus and jealous Byron reigns supreme. He's the king. That's all. We're I've living written. in the jealous Byron supremacy. I guess it's the jealous Byron era. It's his reputation it's Cal- era. Oh my god! It's Caleb era and it's Byron's reputation era. Yes, Look he's going to do a performance at the VA- VMAs of the giant snake. <laughs> the snake. <laughs> <sighs> Next, Ashley and. James Leland have the meeting and she calls his bluff because because Ashley sorry because Hannah has said to her oh I don't know something seems off Caleb noticed something and she's like who is Caleb anyway and then she takes it on and she's like I don't know she calls his bluff he is spooked and he runs away like a little spooky McSpookerton and fuck off we say to him goodbye to James the grifter James Ashley goodbye. was like where do you bank in Syracuse, where do you bank? And if she asked me that question, I would not know the answer because I have not stepped foot in a bank in a long time. If she asked me, I'd say Commonwealth. I know all bad. I could say is like Commonwealth, ComBank Online is all I could Com- say. <laughs> and I would be like, I'm sorry. I know they're bad. And I know it's easy to change over to somewhere else. I haven't got around to it. But we don't. I promise you it's know on what? At some point, my, my parents list. set me up with that account a long time ago. And you know what? Sometimes we're all just big babies and it's easy to go by what our parents have done for us. I'm and that's a why child. we bank with ComBank. Don't tell anyone because we're ashamed, but we do. But we will Sorry. say it on this podcast. That we're putting this out podcast is a secret. To the world. Can you keep it? Uh, yes, is the answer. Okay. Next, we have Pam. <laughs> oh my God. She up until this point has been a certified... A-grade scum bag. She has. Um, but when treating... you come for her daughter, Mm-mm-mm. she doesn't want to hear about the other gays. But if you come for her daughter, she will be an ally. She does yeah. have work to do. It is really hot, though, when she dresses She she dresses Mr. McCullers down. Um, she takes off his clothes. And she goes, you drop this. Oh, his name is Nick. You drop this, Nick, or I'll show you what a real agenda looks like. And that, dare I say, is her threatening to sue him? I thought I'm... you were going to say, and that, dare I say, is her housewife's tagline. <gasps> wow. Yeah, that's true. I, that Yeah, it could be. I hope she would sue him. Yeah. Fuck him. And then, um, thank you also, Pam. For finally apologizing to Emily in some way. She says, I'm sorry. She doesn't like go into why she should be sorry or what she's sorry for. But you can see that she doesn't realize that other people are going to treat Emily like that. And Emily interpreted the way that she feels as the same thing as you, mm. as you would, you know. But um, that's, you know, that's good. Anyway, next. Yeah, and I think I like that because oh. I'm like, it is so nice because it's like, Emily's copying it elsewhere. The best thing you can do as her parent is to make home a safe place. Yes, um, exactly. And then now she just has to do some work and and um, accept and respect other queer people as well. But you know what? It's a journey for her. It's a journey. She'll we'll get, get there. there. She'll get there. For now, be nice um, to your daughter. Okay. Next, we find out that it's not bad, B-A-D, the code. It stands for 214. Woo, what does it mean? What does it mean? Uh, uh, we, a question. And we don't know. I think we there's. I, I guess at the end of the episode, there's a little bit of a. Uh, we, we'll we'll find out in a few moments. What that means. What does it mean? 
Um, next. Oh my god. Ugh. Paige, get out, out of Emily's swamp. swamp. And when I say swamp, we mean car. Car. I and because we because again we were re-recording this, so we are re-watching these episodes. And when I was re-watching this scene, I was like remembering everything I felt the first time a few months. Oh my, I hate Paige. I hate Paige. I hate Paige. <laughs> How dare she? She How says, dare God, she? why is everything so easy for you? And Emily's like, and then I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've got this, this, this going on. And then Paige doesn't let her talk. Paige kisses, kisses her. her. And then goes, together we'll do it. Don't tell. Don't tell. Yours was a lot more drawn out than mine, but I think it was more <laughs> realistic, honestly. No, it, I, it's, it's so uncomfortable. It's so insane. It's she does a little behavior. Cum. She does a little cum. She does a little. She doesn't, she doesn't do a little cum. She does a big cum. And it's like a shame cum, which is like scary. It's a shum. I don't like. It's a shum. It's a shame we, cum. We only want happy cums on this podcast. If you're out there and you're coming, we don't want you to be shumming. Okay, we I don't we don't endorse shum. shumming. We don't. It's sad. If you're gonna come. Come correct. <laughs> anyway, I think this is my least fave PLL scene of all time. And there's a karaoke scene. Oh, my God. You know I, I would like, like to also say, if, if you're listening to this when it's coming out, you'll notice that a couple of weeks ago or in the last few weeks, I put something on the Instagram story of me in an Uber and they were playing So What? And I was like, oh my God, it's giving me flashbacks of the karaoke scene. And then I was like, we haven't even covered that yet in the podcast. So I'm sorry. And that's okay because you... real, real fans know. Real fans know. Real Love Waits and Real Fans Know. Yeah. Real Love Waits Club. The RLW Club. Of course, from, from previous from... episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Sean. Lucas. <laughs> Do you have anything else on this horrible scene? That I want Paige... Scene? I want Paige to drown. That's what. That's yeah, all I have to absolutely. say. I wanted to. I want. I fully wanted to die. That's it. Go <laughs> which is swim horrible. fan yourself. Go swim fan yourself to hell, you Fucking heinous hell. bitch. I hate you so much. Get out, Paige. We hate you. Which is the a horrible thing to great. say. The actress is great. Like this is. We no love Lindsay Shaw. It's not about yeah, that. She's awesome. I just that the people who have written and created this character are the reason that have have made me hate her. You know? Absolutely. I think and that's I... powerful. And it's powerful. But also, I don't want any shumming on my screen. No. Not in my house. Not on my watch. Ugh, not in my eyes. It's disgusting. I was say. And, and not in my pussy. Okay. And not in our put. Okay. We share um, one. <laughs> we share one. Well, that's when you, when you host a podcast together, you share a pussy. Genitalia. That's how Genitalia. I just, okay, let's. Let's get away. Because you know what? Our listeners are all like, they're shaking because they're like, we also hate shumming. So we're all shaking. We're all anti-shum. We're all anti-shum. Ha- I'm, the next thing I have is just Hannah and Kayla being cute in the doorway. Yes. Oh, yeah. have a moment and I love him. I love him. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because it's, it's nighttime. It's very, it's dark outside. And then there's a knock on the door and there's like a bug infestation man. He's like. Are you a a sent me because you've got an infestation in the house, and then Hannah doesn't cancel the order. She just goes, "You have the wrong house," and I'm like, "It's eight p.m. 
just tell him he's been like, be nice, Hannah. You had the exact same note the first I time I remember being like, well, that I man's going to go around the, the, the street and be like looking for a UA, going to every house. Excuse me, did you order an exterminator? Also, he is very funny. I think he might be the star of the app. He uh, is no, actually, the star of the app. Apart from Chaotic Byron, of course. He's, but breakout, he is, he's um, a breakout star. He's a breakout star. He's very funny. He's got a very funny expression. He, he, he's him. going bold. I do love anyone that's like a a cameo or like an extra or something in this show. They really, they take, they take their one line and they fucking go run with it. Yeah. And he did. Cause I believed that there was a bug infestation in the house and that a had sent him. <laughs> and that's why I'm so bothered that Hannah <laughs> didn't look out for this man. No, poor man's probably still wandering the streets of Rosewood. He probably died out there in the night. I feel like you defended her when I, when I ranted about this last time, I feel like you defended her nicely somehow, like that she's a teen and she just didn't know what to say. I don't know. You had a good defense, I feel like. and But I think I've come around because I think now okay. I'm really pro-exterminator. You've heard two rants from me about it. <laughs> two rants, one cup. Two rants, one cup. The podcast is the cup. Um, and next, Ariane and Ezra are making out on the couch. Oh, my God, a sitcom moment. Byron calls and leaves a message on the answering machine and they immediately stop making out when they hear his voice. Uh, and he's like, I'm so sorry about, you know, let's get a beer. You know, let me know. Let's get a beer. Let's like have a chat. Aria gave me some of your work. It's really good. Really impressive. Let's let's have a beer. And then they break away and then there's a beat and then they go, so do you want an egg roll? Sounds good. And they stop. It's a great scene. Out. Even like um, they're making out on the couch, but the camera kind of pans to, I think, the phone or whatever and then so you can't really see them like it's kind of like the phone and then at the back of a couch and then when yes the answering like it hits when byron starts talking lucy hale and um ian harding like pop up and you're right it's so sitcommy it's so good and also well it's directed. just so funny that byron's like oh man i'm sorry for what i said oh let's get it and i'm like what the fuck byron <laughs> <laughs> work bitch the ceo has arrived he slays. He is a girl boss. He's a girl boss. Um, and next we have an A scene and A is putting flowers on Mrs. Potter's grave RIP. And that oh, and is... right before that, Ooh. right before that, Spencer and Toby, they're somewhere for some reason. And they drive past a motel <gasps> and they're just talking and like listening to music. But then the camera kind of goes Pens. back to the motel and Ash, what's written on one of the doors? 214. It's 214. And then we have, yes, the A scene, R.I.P. Estimary Potter, to sleep, per chance, to dream. Per sleep, per, to sleep, per chance, to cream. But not shum. It, but not shum. No, And you no, can best no, believe no. that Mrs. Potter never did a shum because the way she grabbed those like hard lollies <laughs> a few episodes ago. No shame. That woman didn't experience shame. There was fucking no shame. And I love that. She was a confident goddess. Proud come. Okay, so the only trivia I have, the only trivia I have. She said proud come and moved on was excellent. Tell me the trivia, <laughs> please. I was like, I don't want the feedback. <laughs> There's no room for feedback. Um, a bit of trivia. This episode aired February 14 or um, 2-1, like 2-14, which is... <sighs> The, the same mysterious numbers in Jenna's braille message and also on the motel door. Smart. Um, and that's all the trivia. Okay, let's do our segs. <laughs> let's do a seg roll. 
Oh, hey, do you want a seg roll? roll? We do a seg roll. Um, who is the hottest adult? It's got to be. It's, it's got to be. Ah, uh, is I, it Byron or is it? I've got Ella Pam. for this. I do have Byron. Late. Oh, I but am Pam being a bad bitch is great oh, and hot. And you she know? was hot. Okay, my I'm gonna go Pam. Like, yeah, okay, you go Pam and I'll back you. Like, I'm like, I agree. And I'm going to say Ella because I thought Ella was really cute and she was kind of like, it did seem like she had a crush on Fitz, not going to lie. And I really liked, I thought she was really cute. Um, but yeah. also not the hottest adult, but my favorite adult was Byron. Of course, of course. He's, yeah, he's just, <laughs> we can't emphasize enough. <laughs> we can't emphasize enough. What's our a small yikes of the episode? I have, I think there were a few, but... James Leland grifting, but also hitting on a very uncomfortable Ashley Marin at the same time was yikesy. That's that's very true. But then Paige's um, fucked up dad is fucked up. <gasps> but the um, Sorry, I'll let you go. I think it's I think it's definitely the shum for me. It's the shum, it's, isn't it's it? It's the sh- it's it's the shum for me. It's, it's don't tell. It's it, it is <laughs> don't tell. Yeah, everything about it. Everything about Paige. I don't even want to think about it anymore. Next one. Okay, next, next one. one. Next one. Who gets a buttercream? This is positive, Ash. It's who gets a buttercream from us, Daddy Hastings. It's Byron. We got to reward his chaos. Oh, that's true. I wrote Caleb for getting the grifter. Um, oh, true and being cute. But you know what? I also do want to give a buttercream to Byron because I want to give him even more sugar to get him even Hype more Hype him <laughs> And then who needs to wait for crazy bread? I did messy Byron. But I also, yeah, I want to give him more crazy bread. I think Spencer should wait for crazy bread. Yeah. Getting way too horny about Arya and Ezra. Yeah, true. (laughs) Calm down. It's all right. It's all going to be fine, you know? This was hard, these segments. I feel like everyone was very human. Everyone was popping off, as they say. Pop. If you want to pop off, I'll gladly get you adjusted. Mia (laughs) from Potomac. I do. I cannot stand her. Okay. Oh, okay. We have to have a housewives discussion. (laughs) We are going to go now to a break. And when we're back, we're going to go into the next episode. Don't chum. Welcome, Welcome back, back wow. everyone. We just had that in sync. Wow, who are we? Uh, we are uh, Justin Timberlake. Uh, uh, my coffee's Justin. I'm doing a different song, but that's fine. We are now going to cover season one, episode eighteen, "The Bad Ass Seed," or as it says here on the Wikipedia episode description, "The Bad Seed." Haley, do you? Do you have some trivia about this? There's a little bit of trivia about this, and it's pretty boring. Um, it's essentially just that it was meant to be called The Bad Ass Seed because obviously it's a play on the play, The Bad Seed, but because of censorship in the United States and maybe other countries, it does just end up being called The Bad Seed. Silly. And that's kind of it. That's actually the trivia. That's it. Silly and sad. Let's see uh, who... Saying. Oh, no, who, who, who are the artists? 
The Artists <laughs> Behind This Episode, directed by Paul Lazarus, written by Oliver Goldstick and Francesca Rollins. And this episode came out on February 21st, 2011. And the 12-year-olds... Can I just say, those three people you mentioned, we fucking stand them because they did write art. Because they wrote a great shower scene. And also the play stuff in this episode is so crazy. Like, this is a great episode. It is. So good. Very silly. Okay, let's go to the cut. Uh, Cross to the 12-year-olds. Now, going live to the (laughs) 12-year-olds. The girls are cast in a school play together. When they finish rehearsing, they find a trophy with blood on it making them think it's Allison's blood, dot, dot, dot. But it turns out to be Rat's blood. They all revisit memories about when they crashed a frat party. Aria uses the play to get closer to Mr. Fitz. Hannah and Caleb kiss. Ah! The police come after the girls at the end with some questions. The most vague description yet, I think. That's wild. The least detail given. Also, an A ending says four cages are shown in A's house with a rat in each of them with the name of the liars. The rat is missing from the cage with Spencer's name. That bit was more detailed than the full episode description. That sentence was fine. That sentence was almost as chaotic as Byron in these eps. Messy boy. (laughs) Little messy boy. We start this episode... With Mona saying, hey there, Hannah and her clanner. And I don't know how to feel about that. Is she calling them the KKK? What's happening here? The word clan is definitely... You can't use it anymore, sadly. Yeah, it definitely... The word clan didn't do anything wrong. But you you just can't use it without thinking about those horrible people. Mona is... Mona's great in this episode. When Mona's not being a transphobe or like a sociopath or a psychopath... She was really just kind of fun for me in this episode. So this is her going back to her cunty roots, as you called them. Yeah, that one time I was like, guys, Mona's great. Shut up. (laughs) Um, She's never done anything wrong in her life. Leave her alone. No, um, this was just she's just very fun. I think she's a diva. She's a young diva, Paulini. Yeah, she and I think like Janelle Parrish, who plays her. I'm like, Mona's a great character, like a fun Janelle like Parrish is a really good actor as well, I think. She's great. She's Consistently. Disney, she's Disney Channel, Nickelodeon kids show vibes. Like, she's really, mm. really good. Um, I really liked when Aria, like, so the, all the girls, when um, Mona's like, yeah, Hannah and her clanner, it's because all the girls are sitting on the floor because people are auditioning for a play. Oh, my God. Ooh. The play The Bad Seed. <laughs> of course. Um, and I like Aria's cute because she's kind of like i'm just here to make hannah look taller and i thought that was cute and funny i did but you know what i hated about aria the fact that she's wearing a singlet that has a little bow tie on it that makes it look like a suit and it's ugly and i hate it made me mad aria's clothes are deeply harrowing (laughs) there's nothing else that can say there's nothing else you can say about them but negative words, you know, like <laughs> haunting. There is a, there is a cold Gross. spirit within the camisoles she wears. I bet every night she gets home, takes off her clothes, looks at them and shums, thinking like she's, 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 do, she's doing her thing. She's, she's having a great time. And then at the last minute, as it's about to happen, she looks at her clothes and she's like, I'm so ashamed. And then she does a shum. Shum is the worst. Like I'm, I'm happy that we have like, cottoned on to it but I'm also it's also deeply harrowing 
But also I think there's a lot of shumming in this show. There is. It's, it's a big, big shum energy. Um, Spencer wants to hang out with Ezra and Arya. No. no school. You and can't. She, was, she basically wants to cuck them. <laughs> she does. This is not right? shum energy. This is a proud cum, proud cuck, proud cum energy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't agree with her. I'm like. We're not no. anti-cuck. We're just saying it's immoral because no, he's a pedophile. Spencer, We're not anti-cuck. And that's one thing we want to make clear on this podcast. We're pro-cuck. No, a pro-cuck. Uh, we love pro- a cuck. Pro- we love a cuck. We hate a shum. Suck and cuck? Great. Suck and cuck, great. Hum and shum, bad. Mm-mm. I don't want to see any shumming and I don't want any humming. Not in my house. You sing, in- whistle or nothing. Nothing. Um, and then there's, I don't know, the intro and then there's a weird dream about a baby. <laughs> yes. Which isn't really even worth noting. Um <laughs> Next, they're, e- they're doing the play and... Just with Ian, because oh. Spencer has the weird dream about a baby and then Ian says Ali was a psycho stalker. And I'm like... That's true, he does. Probably yes. true. Also, Jenna says when they're doing the play stuff, she says, I'm fascinated by the nature of evil. <sighs> and Ezra rightfully so is like, what? <laughs> she says she was inspired by the theme of the play. He's like, that's not, that doesn't seem like a good thing to be inspired by evil. There's some weird evil content in this episode around the word evil. Um, I don't know where this is in the, ep- like where this is in this moment, but I just have a thing about like, no, Aria, don't surprise Ezra at his house. Also hat watch because she's wearing a cream fedora. Also she's wearing a fedora watch, she's and has a huge one. feather earring. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, well... But is that is that jumping? I'm not really sure. That's that is jumping. Okay, um, but all right. It's really making me angry, and he. But a good thing that it makes me feel is good because he come he's come back from a run and he's all sweaty, he Ezra, and he looks, looks good, hot as fuck. I wrote yeah. that down. He's wearing like a tank top, and he looks. Ian Harding looks hot. <coughs> Ian Harding's got me. Ian Harding, and we, um, and that's okay because we are of age. Exactly. And he doesn't it care about us. He doesn't like that about us, to be honest. No, that's sad. Well, um, Ian Harding I've ri- might. Ian Harding might. I hope he does. Call me. Um, Call me. I've written that Ashley Benson is just so beautiful. There's a, there's a scene where she's like the breakfast, you know, the classic morning <gasps> makeup less. And she looks so beautiful. And then Caleb comes out of the basement for breakfast and I just want them to fuck on the kitchen counter. That's what I want, you know? I, yeah, I wrote just them being cute in the kitchen. I love them. Ashley Benson is gorgy. Tyler Blackburn is gorgy. Oh, I love Make a baby. Him. Make a baby if you want, but also don't. I don't know. But also global warming is that smart global in this climate. Warming. And then, guys, it's the shower scene. This is not a shum moment. I guess it's a shower come, but it's not a shame come. Also, why was my sexy song that I did in New York, New York? So, as we know, Ashley Marin comes home early and Hannah is in the bathroom 
getting ready for school and she says to Caleb, can I just come in? Like, And he's like, yeah, it's all good. Don't worry. I'm just in the shower. Because the shower curtains up so we don't know what's going we don't, on. We don't see him in there. And then Ashley knocks on the door. She's like, is my phone in there? And Hannah's like, fuck, there's the phone. She specifically like, says, is, is my phone in your bathroom? And I'm like, do you guys have a bathroom each? Go off. Go Continue. off. Yeah, well, Continue. I'm sure. Well, I, that house is huge. So probably. It is. It's a big mansion. And then Hannah's like, Mom, I'm in the shower. And she starts opening the door. And then she's like, what do I do? What do I do? Another quick, you know, similar to the beanie soaking moment. Hannah's like, I got to get in the shower. Someone's got to get wet and it's not the beanie. And it's not the beanie. It's her puss. She opens it. She gets in and immediately Caleb's like, what the fuck? And goes to speak. She covers his mouth. And then he's like kind of chuckling on the inside at her. And then his eyes as he looks at her incredible he turns around she looks at his butt and she's like oh i like what i see I like that little butt look and at the bum he turns around he turns around and she accidentally sees his fat honking dick <laughs> <laughs> which i'm and sure you know was erect it, imagine his lip he bites his lip he, okay can we talk about this his dick would have been hard right i hope so um, if that oh was a real God, life that's... situation and that accidentally happened the guy and he's a teenager as well, so like exactly. Yeah. And a girl is naked in the shower with him, and she's oh and God. especially seeing her face as she looked at his butt, and then he would That's... have got like an in, in, instant erection. Yeah. Oh my God. Ah! This is not oh. a shum. This is a prom. It's a proud cum. A prom. Oh my it's God. Shum versus prom. <laughs> this is the worst thing we've unleashed on the pod. Is <laughs> it is the best. It's my favorite so far. Buttercream hoomst. It's prom shum time, baby. We've we've entered our prom era. We've entered the prom era for sure. <laughs> oh, this scene is it's a perfect scene. For a lot of people prom it to really it. I bet you it really launched a lot of people's sexuality. Mm. Um a bit late for us. I was like 18, but for so many people, this would you'd have a shower thing. Now you'd be like, "Can we oh, go yeah. to the shower?" Um, Tyler Blackburn is really attractive. He's beautiful. I'm we lowering can't... my voice to say that because I want to be taken seriously when I say that Tyler Blackburn is really hot. I want people to understand that in us doing this with our voices, it does not diminish the urgency. No. For which we feel we need to see his sweet buns. But <laughs> it does it's mean just, that people may listen to us closely. They might. And maybe, is this ASMR? This isn't ASMR. This is arse SMR. She sees his ass. And that's on bum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. There's shum, prum. And bum. And then there's bum. And that doesn't stand for anything other than bum. And beautiful, underaged man. <laughs> <laughs> because he, the character was underaged. Yes. You know, underage. The, 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 the actor was not, which is why it's okay for us to say all of this. But the character uh, is a bum, a, a beautiful, underaged man. I hope in a decade this podcast gets us cancelled. Over a decade, this podcast gets us a Nobel Peace Prize. Me too. 
Um, okay. Oh, we need to get this train out of Back the to the station. Out of the shower? <laughs> you know what? This train's been dirty and we've been trying to clean it, but we cannot get the rust off. Why is this train in the shower? <laughs> How did it get Caleb, here? The- it's Caleb's dick. <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> toot toot was actually his butt when he was farting. Okay. <laughs> and Hannah was like, ooh, I like. Imagine if when he turned around, he was like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Next thing I've got is Spencer and Emily sitting in a school courtyard. Yes. And they see Ian give Jenna a bag in the courtyard at school. What's in the bag? What's in the bag? Also, Spencer has a really good line, I think, because Paige, Emily and Spencer are talking and then um, the caller ID on Emily's phone pops up and it's Paige. And then, I don't know, Spencer's like, ew, I hate whatever. Paige sucks. And then Emily's like, didn't she shove in your car? And then, because, and so Spencer says a really good line and she's like, what brought you closer? Her trying to drown you? And I'm like, Work Call it out. Bitch. And then, yeah, Ian and the bag and Jenna, and it's like, Ian, get away from the girls. Get, get a away. job somewhere else. Get shit, a job at a different Ian. school, hockey Please. team. Get a, get, a, get a different job. Get away from her. Um, and then I have, they're at the, the, everyone's in the play rehearsal room. Mona's pretty funny with this wet dream stuff. She's pretty funny. <laughs> she's getting to stand up. Mona, the, the, you, look, you can say things about Mona, but you can never say she's not funny. No, apart from the transphobe jokes. But all that aside, when she's in like a light space like this episode, funny. She's talking to Hannah about, I don't, I'll never understand why Hannah just like divulges information to Mona. We don't understand it. When they're not even, they don't even hang out that much. Mona's clearly not trustworthy. Anyway, it's just annoying. But she's telling her, she's like, she sees Hannah looking at Caleb like outside the window. She's like, oh my God, you're going to cuck him, whatever. And then... Um, she's like, no, we had a shower this morning. He was, at, he's staying at my house, whatever. And she Wild says, Wild thing to say, Hannah. Why is she telling us so much information? Yeah, this stresses me out. And Hannah keeps like misleading Mona because, yeah, because Mona's like, oh, you had a wet dream. And it's like, no, I was literally in the shower. And it's like, what, Hannah, why are you telling Mona this? We can't trust yeah. Mona. Um, <sighs> meanwhile, so we haven't mentioned yet, I don't think that Aria is um, the stage manager of this because while she was alone in Ezra's apartment with him, she was like, can I be the stage manager? And I'm like, that's a conflict of interest. That's a privilege other students aren't getting. This is a horrible idea. And Aria Bad. is a psycho as a stage manager. And then Aria accidentally refers to Mr. Fitz as Ezra in front of all of the kids, and it is so cringeworthy. It's almost as cringeworthy as Paige's shum in Emily's car. It's her whole performance as a stage manager is a shum. Sorry, <laughs> I know we're away from the meaning of the shum, which is a shameful cum. I don't care. It's it's in the ballpark <laughs> of like that that to me. If anything's bad, it may be a shum in our. Sometimes books. you have shum energy, big shum energy, and Aria has it. Think about She's it, gonna the fedora, go shum, the feathers. Thinking about the time she called him Ezra in front of people. She's going to go shum to it. She actually probably would shum to that. She Think would. about it. She, she would. would shum to that. Ugh. Um, and then Ian and then- walks into the play meeting and everyone goes silent for some reason. Creepy. And then um, we find out that Jenna turned Toby in. So that's yes. fucked. 
Um, and then now Byron is a hundred percent on Ezra's side. They're having like, a beer, <laughs> and like Byron has some like liquid, like you know, like all the all the good vibes from like having a bit of alcohol in him, and he's just like. Babe, chase your dreams. Like, I think this school's holding you back. Also, Aria wants to go to California. But anyway, enough about that. Like, <laughs> enough about that. Can I suck your dick in the bathroom? I'm in and, love with you now. And Ezra's like, I love teaching high school. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's your damn dating pool, Ezra. Ooh. Um, but yeah, Byron is a little bit messy while he's having his pint of beer because he does reveal that Aria's looking at colleges in California. Scandal. And and you can see Ezra's shocked and hurt and appalled and is going to shun to that later. He really will. Um, later, Spencer, gra- Spencer grabs Toby's hand. I don't know mm. when that is, but I've written it down. Yes, they hold, the Spoby holds hands is what I wrote. Spoby holds hands. <laughs> Spoby holds hands. Um, Spoby hold hands was what I wrote. <laughs> In all caps. Spoby hold hands. Um, next, I've written Mona is being a cunt to Arya and she fights back. Woo! I don't know what that is about. Oh, this is about. Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, because after Spoby hold hands, as per my note, um, uh, then it cuts to a scene, yeah, where Arya is like taping up the carpet for a rehearsal and she's already stepping on Ezra's toes because Ezra gets that Fitz gets there and he's like, what the hell? We're not doing that. Um, oh, and they have an argument because Ezra's like, I'm going to leave. Uh, maybe I'll teach at Hollis. And she's like, I don't want you to leave. I'm like, Aria, you should want him to go. Then you can like be together, I guess. They can't fucking yeah. communicate at all. And then Mona walks in being like, Aria, have you got me my throat coat? Oh, that's what it is. And I was like, someone get Mona her throat coat. <laughs> what is throat coat? I think it's because then Aria goes, get your own tea. So I feel like it's like a lem sip or so, like, you know, like it's like probably yeah. a good lemon ginger. Honey. Probably got some honey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Oof. throat coat. Throat coat. More like scrot coat. That's what we call cum. It, it is now. Someone get Mona her scrot coat. <laughs> Actually, I guess a scrot coat would be the ball sack. Um, Cause it's I don't coat. know. It's the, I think you're right. <laughs> I like it. I support you. I, I thank support you, it. thank you. I'm, I'm anyway, that's my biggest supporter. <laughs> that seems <laughs> chaos. And then Caleb and Hannah. I think uh, um, Hannah wants Caleb to steal. Oh no, Hannah to Caleb break gives into. Yeah, Hannah pot. gives. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak. I know that's so funny. Hannah has stolen. Spencer Jenna. has stolen Jenna's yeah. phone through Toby, given it to Hannah. Hannah's giving it to Caleb to crack so they can read all her messages. And Caleb says the phrase, Stealing a blind person's phone, that's sick. Is that, that which is thinking? true. No, oh, he says, you- Where did you get this? The year 2020? And that made me sad because it's iconically right now, later than that. That aged us all. And I did a shum about it. I'm going to shum about that for we'll sure shum later. about Caleb I'll be thinking about Caleb. I'll be, I'll be almost there, but thinking about Caleb, like this is going to be a prom. And then I'll think about <laughs> the year 2020 and it'll be shum, shum, shum. Oh, and you'll be like, don't tell. <laughs> don't, don't tell Caleb about the pandemic. <laughs> don't um, tell him about COVID-19. 
You think A's bad? Wait till you meet COVID-19. She's the worst. She's not great. She's not forgiving. She's worse than Alison. COVID-19 does have big, like, Alison De Laurentiis energy. <laughs> I can't be bothered finishing the analogy. Okay. <laughs> you, figure it out for yourselves. If you can't figure out how, that's on you. Yeah, it is. Um, um, next, um, Ari and Ezra have a full-on domestic at rehearsals. They don't Aria, really, but they, they do. They are both bad. They do. No, they do. And then they're like, everyone, Ari is like, take five. And then everyone like scatters and then they have a full couples fight they're both bad at their jobs aria is a bad stage manager and ezra is a terrible director he can't do anything right he he didn't neither of them have got like got the scheduling right with certain things as issues in that way they should be communicating not just with their relationship but as co-workers on this play respect the bad bad, and a bad couple of ding-dongs duo um, um, Emily dramatically says at some point, maybe there are no accidents. I don't know why. They're talking about they're the talking flashback. The oh, by the way, throughout this whole episode, there's been these flashbacks that they're cutting to and from, which we just like haven't mentioned once, which is funny, well, about this party that they went to when they were underage, as they still are, but Alison made them go to that Ian was at. This girl historically fell down the stairs at this party, and now Emily is claiming that maybe Ian pushed her down the stairs. Yeah, and with this flashback, because it was kind of, this is an important part of it, but earlier I did have a note about it that I was like, I'm just happy, I'll skip it. But because they go to the first flashback is that they go to this frat party um, and Ali goes, look, I don't know about you, Vestal Virgins, but I'm here to make some memories. And I'm like, Ali, you're 14. And also, what's Vestal? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Not going to look it up. Also, once again. No. Listeners, you are the fact checkers of this. We're feelings podcast. check, not fact check. Yeah, I highly um, feelings check. How are you feeling right now? I feel great. How do you feel? I, I don't feel, feel shum. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yes. Yeah, someone falls down the stairs at this party, and Spencer's like, "We have to go now." Yeah, and then. We cut back to current day. Yes. Caleb can't <gasps> crack the phone. Wait, no. Because th- th- what they take from that is um, I think Aria or someone goes, maybe Ali wasn't the first person. No, wait. Yeah, it wasn't the first person Ian shoved. Like, did he push this other chick down the stairs? So ominously. And it's this really serious moment. And they all like stare at Ian, who is coincidentally walking past and he's playing with a ball and he's doing that thing where you bounce the ball on like the inside of your elbow and he's just like <laughs> playing <laughs> with the ball while they're all like we think he tried to kill women and he's, and he's like, like look what i can do just like diabloing over there just... anyway i thought that was really funny that is that is silly and then um... yeah caleb is king of the he's king of communication Oh my god, he is. Yes, he can't crack the phone, which sucks. But he does ask Hannah, "Hey, can we get over the shower thing?" And we stand, we stand a communication-driven king. He's like, "Let's address it. Let's work through it." Yeah. Um, And he's like, "I know you saw my big hard boner. Do you want to see?" And I know you heard my toots. (laughs) (laughs) I know when I turn around, I let out toots. Are we going to talk about it? 
I'm a human being. Sometimes I fart. Okay, you I ate a lot of beans open. yesterday. <laughs> you saw the cheeks flutter. He's open. actually he's actually really constipated. In order to fart, he needs to spread his cheeks all the way open. And because there's so much air, because they're open, he's like. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we were talking about how this scene was horny before. It still is. Still is. Oh my god! Wait, and then. So anyway, that's like king. That that's a great. That's great. Mm. Then I have. Then I don't know if we cut back to the play always because Mona goes, "Who's evil and who's just naughty?" And I'm like, that sums up PLL. <laughs> that should be the tagline for the show. It should be who's evil and who's just naughty. Some are evil and some plain naughty. They go back to the frat party for some reason, or like the flashback, and Hannah's like, I voted for mini golf instead of coming here after a woman has fallen down the stairs. And I'm like, I agree. You should have all gone to mini golf. Um, And then Ali, so this chick's getting taken out on a stretcher and Ali goes, note to self, don't drink and dive. I'm like, psycho. Jesus Jesus Christ. But she's kind of smart because they're like, we need to go because they're going to question us and they're underage. So they're scared. That's, I think that's what they're scared of being caught about. Um, but then Ali is like, she goes over to the cops and she's like, can you drive us home? We drank on an empty stomach and we don't want to get the bus. And she's like, the bolder the move, the less they'll question it. And I was like, smart. That's true. And then next, I think well, what I have written is, ooh, the trophy covered in blood in the prop box. Oh, Okay. So, before that, yeah, okay, so right before that, um, or maybe, I don't know, they're talking about the evil thing still, I think Ezra poses another question and Spencer asks it, or Spencer answers it with, some people are pure evil, and she kind of like stares into, and because then they go to the, I think, Oh, I know why I wrote that. So that flashback happens, right? And it's like Ali being crazy. And then Spencer just goes, some people are pure evil. In the present day. And does not elaborate. And then she gets (laughs) up and leaves. Oh, my God. If you were another student in the school watching that, you'd think that she was talking about herself and she was off to, like, kill someone. Crazy. And then I wrote Ezra's a bad director, to be honest. And then Spencer – and then we find the trophy. We find (laughs) – we find the trophy. The trophy covered in blood in the prop box. Ooh, it says Hilton Head on it, 2009. Um, And then they're all talking about it and they hand it in to the police, which seems like the right move. It does. Considering – in the past, they've, like, tampered with evidence and tried to do all this stuff and it seems, you know. But at the same time, this is the one time that they found something and it's been such a coincidence, like, way too easy that you would mm. assume that maybe it's been put there. You know what I mean? I think this is but where I still stand behind. smarter. Yeah. Yes, they did yeah, the right yeah. thing. Work smarter, not harder, as they say. Mm. And I'm talking about Caleb's hard dick. Ooh. So... Um, they, so after they've given it into the police, Ali, Emily says, it's like Ali can finally rest in peace. Aww. And then Aria says, it's like we all can. And I'm like, that's not, she's, she's dead. Not your, what? This <laughs> is so, cause, um, yeah. Cause again, we're rewatching this, but also we're rewatching the whole thing in general, but I can't, I've forgotten so much, but I do remember what happened at the end of this episode. And I was like, oh my God, this scene is so earnest. They're all like. 
celebrating like the closure of like, well, I guess Ali is truly dead and we have to move on only to be like, well, at the end, that's not how this works. Like no, it is revealed that's course. not her blood on the trophy. Um, so it's so like sad watching that scene. That's so earnest. I know. And next in all caps, I've written Aria, please stop showing up at Ezra's house unannounced. Yes. And always. So yeah, she runs into Ezra's apartment monologuing about stuff and he keeps trying to interrupt and she's like let me finish and I'm like we've learned from movies and tv that when you burst into someone's home or space and they're trying to interrupt you let them interrupt um and she has a weird speech about like let's live in the here and now and then they kiss and then she leaves okay fine go to a shum and then I have Hannah and Caleb communicating after the shower incident and they Kiss. They kiss and it is like a the, the camera zooms around their heads Hot. a 360. They are Two going for it. Two age appropriate lovers. And I'm going to I I'm say that's a prom. That's a prom from me. It is an absolute prom from me. Ugh. But then next no Next is not a prom. Next the this police show up at the school and take mm. away the girls because that's some rat blood. Baby, mm. that's some rat blood on that uh prop that they found that they assume is the murder weapon. This and is where I wrote that Spencer looks really beautiful here. She has like she a really nice ponytail. Yeah, Troyan looks, yes. Yeah, I was like, Troyan looks fucking gorgeous. Also, Hannah is wearing the sexiest thigh high stockings I've ever Ooh. seen to school. And she's I mean, Caleb obviously, she's got to show him what he's going to get. She's got to show you up. Know? But I, wanna, I just want to say, Dress codes, inherently sexist, racist. We know all of this. Just want mm. to say that. Yeah. But I mean, surely you wouldn't be allowed to wear. No, it is sexy, a bit... sexy thigh highs to school. Like that. It's that's very crossing sexy. a line. One hundred percent. Next, we have a message from A that says, "Quote rat." End quote. Me out. Your blood is next. And I want to say that when I was typing that, my autocorrect changed it to "eat me out." <laughs> I think mine did as well. <laughs> mine did as well. Eat me out. Your blood is next, which is. And that's a sham. That, that's, is that about period sex? I don't know, but it's funny. And that is a sham. Um, and they, and then the gals. Oh yeah. So now they're kind of like standing outside the school. So the, de- cause the detective has been like called over somewhere else. So they're standing outside the school and then there's like some cops standing nearby, but they're all just having their own conversation and they've figured out that maybe Ali pushed that lady down the stairs. And then Ian in like his Argyle sweater is just staring at them from like only 10 meters away. So it's just like the cops in a group, the girls and just him in front of the school. And he's just staring at them. Suspect. It's weird. And then, and then... the A scene where, where a has as, a bunch of know, rats. The 12 year old said it exactly. Mm. there's some cages in each cage is a rat and they have names of each of the liars on them the one with spencer's name is not there therefore so i guess they can only assume it, it was spencer's blood yeah. and spencer is the one who officially put in the the call to the police because they asked are you spencer hastings mm. and then they say are you and are you other girls just along for the ride and if you've watched you will know that from here on out spencer now becomes like a person of interest Yes, like A is really coming for Spencer. Not shunning, A is not really... coming, just normal coming. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. Um, <laughs> um, so we did, so trivia, that's the end of the ep. Um, trivia wise, yeah, bad seed. It's called the bad seed due to censorship in some places. Um, and then there is a continuity goof, which I actually remember Ooh. from our first recording of this. The goof is that at school, Spencer hands Emily a French book to give to Toby. At that point, it's a hardcover. Like, oh, that's, oh, I remember this. Um, it's a hardcover. And when she gets to Toby's house and hands him the book, it's a soft cover book. <gasps> that is, is why. This segment is born. That is true. It's, oh, oh my, my God. God. Thank God you remembered. Oh, shit. That's a important. Like, <gasps> so we did a whole run about hardcover or soft cover, we obviously, did. meaning penises. <laughs> You know, what gives you a hard cover? What gives you a soft cover? Which, I mean, we are still continuing with. This is, although this is the first time you're hearing about it. Um, But there is a new segment. What gives you a, gave you a hard cover this episode? What gave you a soft cover? Obviously, what made you horny? What made you not horny? And we look forward to doing that segment for the first time for your ears right now. Right now, okay. So we'll let's get to our seg rolls. Mm. Um, As they're now adult, also going to be called. For hottest adult, I wrote Byron being messy. I guessy. <laughs> I guessy. <laughs> so I'll go. I'm going to log off. I'm going to. I'm going to. It's Byron. No, it's, Bi- it's Byron for for me for sure. <laughs> Who's next? What's next? What's next is small yikes to me. Um, small yikes is the episode. I think Arya as a stage manager, Arya and Ezra working together was just a fucking yikes. I think Arya accidentally calling him Ezra in front of everyone Ooh. else. Ooh, it was That's so good. uncomfortable. Um, who gets a buttercream? For me, I just wrote Caleb being hot in the shower. I couldn't think of anything else. You know who gets a buttercream from me? Caleb's constipated asshole <laughs> slash hard dick. What a combo. What a combo. <laughs> I like how we built up that scene as so sexy and have immediately <laughs> ruined it. I think we've improved it, honestly. I ha- yeah, we have actually. They're, they're welcome. Who needs to wait for crazy bread? Um, uh, this is also, I should say, every episode. This is a reference to the one time Noel Khan was just going crazy about crazy bread. You all know it. You all love it. Whatever. Um, I think um, Mona needs to wait for Crazy Bread bossing Arya around like a little bitch. Okay, so I actually, I forgot. I added, I have another bit of a segment. (laughs) Um, I added another one under that, which is who needs to get their own throat coat, (laughs) which is Mona. Mona needs to get her own throat coat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I wrote for who needs to wait for crazy bread would probably be like Ezra being mad that Aria might be going to a college in California. That's yeah. Fair as fuck. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so Mona needs to wait for her own throat coat. Okay. So <laughs> what gave us a hard cover? Obviously the shower scene. Hardest cover I've ever had, Just honey. The, yeah. Big, big, veiny big hard cover. Big prom from me. It is. It absolutely is a is a prom. <laughs> soft cover. I feel like I'm repeating myself a bunch with like soft cover was just the Ezra Aria stuff. Is there anything else better than that? You know what gave me a soft cover actually? 
is, which is the opposite of a hard cover, the opposite of an erection. Um, what gave me a soft cover was Ali being like, hey, Vestal virgins and like, don't drink and <laughs> yeah. dive. Yeah, Ali can, she's a soft cover for me. Um, for me, I'm going to say it's Ian playing with the ball. Just because it's very emasculating and funny. They're setting him up to be like this scary monster. And he's like, look at me, you know, like, oh, my God, it's very funny. That would Everyone make you go watch go that soft. moment, please. It was please. And that's episode 18. And that's episode 18. That was wow. so fun. The next episodes that you'll be hearing will be back in time from from when this one has been recorded, but yeah. the next episode we're going to be recording, so which will be season 2, we are going to finally be in person. So please keep listening, enjoy the rest of our season 1 episodes and keep then- spreading the word. I think a lot of people are telling their friends about it. If you know people, like it's so handy and it's so great. Um so please if you know people who would either like the podcast or like pll or like us let them know about call an adult um and make sure you subscribe and um give us a five star review leave us a little note if it's nice um because that really helps it really helps us so yeah if you're loving it go tell a friend go post about it whatever we love love you. you we love you so much and ash i love you so much i love you so much i was about to say do you know who i love the most and it's you what Oh my god! I love you. Don't tell my don't tell my family. Yeah, don't tell my family or Dale. Or Dale, no one tell Dale. No one will be in your ears next week, I guess. And thank you for being patient with this one. We know it was a week late, so we really appreciate all of you. You Can blame Haley for that one. No, you know who we can blame? A (gasps) saboteur. Got a secret. Can you keep this well? This one you'll save. Goodbye, dear listeners. Taking this one to the grave. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Call an Adult. We appreciate you more than Alison appreciates immortality, my darlings. Please give the show some love by giving us a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. You can stay up to date on episodes by following our Instagram at call.an.adult as well as our respective Instagrams at Ashley Crapapp and at Haley Tanto. Have a lovely day and don't forget, shut your damn blinds! See ya! Call an Adult is recorded on the stolen lands of the Boonwurrung and Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land. Sovereignty was never ceded.